Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Crump Talks. Yeah. Is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. Are you sure? Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> On today's episode, uh, in addition to talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm going to be talking some about authenticity. Um, how a situation where my nudes were leaked to Twitter ultimately made me understand how important it was to be authentic. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to another episode of Crump Talks Radio Podcast Entertainment Network Syndicate. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, though. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you guys about authenticity and kind of how I discovered how to be my authentic self, which for me really meant owning my shit, owning everything that I thought meant baggage and negatives and really understanding like, hey, these things are only negative because I'm choosing to perceive them negative. I feel like society really pressures us to um, to conform. Conforming is to be normal. It is to be a functioning member of society. And all that sounds great until you start to re-examine, well, what does being a functional member of society really mean? And then you start to realize, or at least I started to realize, like, fucking hey, man, like that's to be part of a wheel, part of this machine. And this doesn't necessarily serve me nor the people I love and care about, or even humanity, but it serves certain systems. And uh, becoming your authentic self, just being your fucking self, man, that's an act of revolution when you really think about it. Like when you break it down to its essence, we live in a world that wants you to be everybody but yourself, wants you to be all these things but yourself. So to make that choice, like, nah, fuck that, bro. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to be myself, I'm going to be independent, and whatever that means, whatever that feels, whatever that looks like for you as an individual, think about that. Um, It's something that I had to think about a lot, and I have a ridiculous story that really helped me me own all my shit. Like there was no more fear about perception of others, because I think often we put a large value on other people's perceptions and their feelings on us and who we are and how we live. And when you really sit down and think about it, like who gives a fuck what anybody else has to say about how you live? And I say that within reason because we all have loved ones that have opinions on us and, oh, well, baby, I thought you were gonna do this instead of that. I I thought you were gonna go to law school. And like, we all value our, our loved ones' opinions and we should, but at the same time, we need to understand that we have to wake up as us every morning. They don't. We have to live with our decisions. They don't. And their perception on our life is based on their perception of their own lives. Oftentimes people make what's quote unquote the safe choice, right? Like go to college, get a job, do this, do that. And I mean, I dig it because that's what we're told to do, right? That's that's what the world is telling us. That's what society is telling us. This is normal. And you want to be normal because you don't want to be weird. Why would you want to be a weirdo? We'll talk more about being weird and such in a few minutes and probably on other podcasts as well, because I'm not a normal person and I take pride in that. I think that's something to be be proud of. Shit. (laughs) 
to be normal in an insane society. Like, what does that really say about you? You feel me? But anyway, let's get to this story. So years ago, um, was dating a woman and it just really wasn't it. You know what I mean? And I was cool with that. She wasn't really so cool with that. But uh, I mean, that's kind of in hindsight. There's a lot of things I could have done differently there, but whatever. Hindsight's always 2020. So her and I were dating, met another chick and started dating her. Um, cool, cool chick. Now, they started going back and forth with each other via social media. This is one of the things about social media snooping, man, that kills me. Um, well, actually, let me correct that. Hopefully that doesn't kill me. It, it, it makes me laugh. It's killed other people, though. Social media and the jealousy that ensues because of it is... Uh, it's fucking insane but anyway so these two these two young women were beefing going at each other making threats to hurt one another all this this silly shit all over little old me uh, which is cool or no it actually really wasn't cool to me to be perfectly honest with you i think that's uh threatening somebody over social media is says a lot about your character that's really all i can say like it's all i care to even discuss on that one but so I told the chick I was dating, I'm like, look, man, like you can't be going back and forth with her. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't reflect well on us. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Let's focus on this. A month or two goes by, and there are just a lot of red flags with the chick, so the relationship kind of ran its course. So maybe a week after I split up with her, I find out that her and the girl that were going back and forth on Twitter are now best buddies like they're good fucking friends at that point they've bonded over a mutual hatred of robert m crump that's who i was well I was still king crump then let me not bullshit you um but yeah they bonded over a mutual hatred right which uh, more crazy shit but i'm not surprised because crazy people do crazy things um <laughs> Yes, they do very crazy things. Anyway, so they connected and like we're talking hella shit to me. Then I find out like within then an hour of them talking that shit to me, they leaked a whole bunch of my nude photos on Twitter. Like we're adding all the chicks I was talking to on Twitter, just spamming the hell out of my sign, my timeline, um, which I think maybe that's a crime now. I'm not sure at the time. Probably not. But uh that presented me with a unique dilemma. I had never encountered a situation where there were naked pictures of me all over the internet. Like, hopefully it's not one that you've encountered. Um, it's weird. It's extremely weird. And this is where I say for me, it made me really have to own my shit. Like, I'm like, how do I deal with this? How do I deal with my nude photos being everywhere? Do I, am I embarrassed? Um, am I ashamed? Like, how am I supposed to, to take this? And uh, for me, I just came to the conclusion. There's nothing I can do about this right now. This happened. This is the reality. I'm just going to own it. It's like, what can somebody say to me about me? If I accept and acknowledge all of my shortcomings, all of my transgressions. How can you use that against me? And... I mean, honestly, what I found is you can't. 
Now, as I'm explaining this to you guys right now, I sound super calm, right? Like, yeah, man, it's nothing. My news got leaked, fam, I'm chilling. Nah, it wasn't so much like that. Like, at that point in time, I was at the gym. I was at uh, LA Fitness. Not sure what day it was, back day, chest day. It was it was fucking get to it day, though. And um, I damn near wanted to have a panic attack. Like, I was, yeah, I'd had, I'd had a panic attack probably six months earlier, so I was familiar with them. I'm like, shit, man. I'm this this is fucking crazy. And uh then I just like I said, I worked through it and thought about it. I'm like, you can't do shit to me. And now I didn't just calmly just accept the fact my nudes were out there. You know I text back something something super petty and like thanks for getting me more hoes or something something that a, a young man in his mid twenties would say. They had a lot of a lot of ego going on. And a lot of testosterone. Um uh, but what I learned in that situation was just the ability to, to take take ownership of something that I thought was embarrassing, right? Something I perceived to be embarrassing. And I don't care how in shape you are, how attractive you think you are or aren't like that doesn't matter when it comes to to a situation like that, because it's like, fucking hey man, like I intended this photo for somebody else and now it's all over the place, right? It um, it's a weird deal. But once I just came to the conclusion, like fuck it, that's my body, right? You're welcome. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want to fucking enjoy my nude photo, by all means, man. If you don't, God bless you as well. I don't, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? It doesn't have any bearing on me. That's about you. That's about them leaking my photos because their whole intention was to hurt me. Once they realized that that couldn't hurt me. And once, now fuck that, once I realized that that couldn't hurt me, um, I felt invincible, real shit. Just because I felt so much freer than I had been and I didn't even realize that. So after all that happened, I really took some time to, uh, to reevaluate my life. Who I was, who I wanted to be, what was the trajectory, like who was I becoming and is are all those things aligned i was gonna say is all those things aligned but is you is or is you ain't my baby and what ended up happening is i really had to uh to come face to face with myself all of my perceived baggage that i was carrying around and i say perceived baggage because a lot of the things that uh that i believed were holding me back like, well, Robert, you have to be normal. You have to be this. You're educated. You work with kids. You have kids. You're a black man. Any number of of things that I believed about myself. Um, if you're familiar with the four agreements, kind of Don Miguel Ruiz talked about we agree to these things, to this identity, without really even understanding what it is. And so as I took the time to reflect and break that down, I'm like, nah, a lot of this shit isn't aligned with who I am. It's like, I feel like shit over here because I'm trying to be this person. I'm trying to adopt these norms that aren't normal to me. And even when I'm on point with it, I'm not fulfilled. And then if I'm failing to be that person that society says I'm supposed to be, more often than not, I'm feeling fulfilled. But at the same time, I'm harboring all this guilt because I'm not normal. I'm not this way. And uh, just the ability to really look at that and think about that. I was like, nah, fuck these norms, man. I can't adopt 
there's a quote from a movie that my kids love. It's one of the uh, one of the Adams family movies, and it's Morticia Adams, and she says, "What is normal for the spider is chaos for the fly." And there's a lot of other quotes that say the same thing. Einstein has spoken about kind of what well, test scores in general, but that's a whole nother fucking topic. But just in regards to if you're judging something based on the norms of another thing, it doesn't make any sense. If the only way for us, for you, for me to succeed in something is for us to abandon all of our norms, the things that feel like home to us, that make us feel ourselves, and for us to go adopt somebody else's norms, if that's how we can succeed, really think about what kind of success that is. And I'm not speaking on that in, in like a, a micro sense. I mean, on a grand scale, on the macro, what what sorts of systems, what sorts of goals, what sorts of dreams do we have that like when we really think about them aren't ours? Those belong to somebody else. Once I got to the point where I could own all my own shit and just who I was and why I was. It like I said, it was a freeing experience. But when I look back professionally at the time. Um, I was serving a role in the public schools where I'd be present at meetings for special education, um, just as far as referring young black kids. And when I say young, I mean K-12. It was a high school, well, I was a district employee in a K-12 school district. Now, at these meetings, a lot of times, parents get railroaded, kids get screwed. There's any number of things that could happen. There's times when the teachers are 100% correct in their assessments and parents are unwilling to go along with them. It's a it's a complex landscape. But I just got to the point where I'm not going to toe the line and be politically correct any longer. I can remember a time, uh, this is 2013, I remember a kid that got suspended for um, assaulting another student. And so I'm at the, the re-entry meeting and she's like, oh yeah, we just took him to... We took him to a movie yesterday because he was having some anxiety at home, so we didn't want him in the house. And previously, I would have not said anything about that. I would have just kind of like, damn, this, this chick is tripping. Um, I flat out told her, I'm like, look, the reason why your kid is comfortable assaulting other children at school is because he gets rewarded when he's home. You take him to a movie after you hurt somebody like this bullshit and you can't do that. You're enabling this behavior. Now. I felt great about that because although it wasn't necessarily politically correct, that wasn't um, that's not what I was supposed to do in that situation. I was supposed to just kind of nod my head and act like she didn't say that shit. But my thing was, this is a young black man. And for him to grow up thinking that hitting other people is OK is going to put him in a really fucked up space um, for a lot of reasons. I mean, he could encounter somebody like one of my kids and get his ass whooped um shout out to the crumps y'all with the shits um <laughs> or he could grow into adulthood being on this type of trash and like what system do you think he's gonna go into like this is where you insert the fucking the svu music the law and order like it's just not a good look for him and that's how i honestly that that helped me find my way out of the school system having to be myself but it's something that's necessary the world needs us to bring our unique perspectives our unique gifts our authentic selves to
to the table. You know what I mean? Like everybody can't bring potato salad with raisins to the fucking cookout. Otherwise, what kind of cookout would that be? And that is not a hypothetical. That is a white person's cookout. That is the correct answer for 300, Alex. And actually, I stated that wrong. I need to state it as a question. What is a white person's cookout for 300, Alex? Um, we need to be ourselves, man. We all got a different flavor. We all bring something else to the stew, to the table, to the whatever the fuck comparison you want to make. We need to honor that within ourselves because otherwise we're not only doing ourselves a disservice, but we're doing our community, our world a disservice as well. And I'm not one to sit here and talk like I have all my shit together, but I know that being my authentic self has served me tremendously. Like I no longer work in a job where I have to kiss somebody's ass like that's really not me. I can't I can't be that person anymore. I can't go back to that. And uh, for those of you that do like shout out to you, it's hard. It's hard. I salute you. Um, for me, there's just way too many ways to make money that I need to have a, a job that I don't fucking like. Now, one of the things that I've encountered um, since I've really been intentional about being myself and honoring myself is that I get perceived as an asshole pretty frequently like hey my sense of humor is pretty dry so that that can come across a certain way to people but even just putting myself first um people think i'm a dick for that and it's not that i'm saying i'm gonna i'm gonna eat if there's only two pieces of food left i'm eating both so you can't have shit it's like nah like i need to be strong i need to be myself in order for me to be my best to you in order to give my best to other people, I have to give my best to myself. And if I can't do that, if I can't give myself my best, what I'm giving you isn't my best then. It might be something, but it's not my best. And that's my intention is to give my best to everything I do, give my best to the world. And just to kind of come back around to talking about perception, somebody else's perception of me is, is less important than my own. And that was a theme I found to be super consistent when I look back over the course of my life. Like if I would have done what I wanted to do, this is what would have happened. As opposed to if I would have done what I was told or if I would have done what they said, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, I need to do what I see. I need to live my vision for my life, not, not another person's. And that's okay to be perceived as an asshole in the short term or by people that don't really know me. Because the people that do know me, the people I do interact with, I'm able to give 100% to those interactions. My energy is my energy. It's, it's correct. It's vibrating as it should when I'm dealing with these people. I feel like I'm getting a little long-winded, though. And uh, I know we all got shit to do. We're probably approaching somewhere around 20 minutes now. Um, moral of all of this, though, be yourself. Embrace yourself. And that's going to require you getting to know yourself, understanding and evaluating what it is that you need to be fulfilled, what it is that you need to be yourself. Because if you're not yourself, what the fuck is the point? <laughs> what is nothing for 5000, Alex? Anyway, man, I appreciate you guys. Got a lot more content coming. 
Got a couple interviews that I think you'll really fuck with too. Um, but I'm not gonna be giving away any any hints anytime soon. But uh, got some shit for y'all, man. Once again, thank you. Appreciate y'all. Peace.